BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. It is I, Numator 479. According to our studies of your puny mammalian race, we discovered you like very good coffee. And while it is our evolutionary purpose to cause you psychic torment, we want you awake and vivacious to give it. So try our new blend from Spring Hill Jack Coffee, Reptilian in the Morning. Our proprietary blend of lightly roasted cocao husks will have you immediately energized upon emerging from the pain cloaca with all your slippery new eggs. Thanks, honey. I'm cold-blooded. Mmm. Eggs to Spring Hill Jack and last podcast on the left. I'm ready to get out there and eat some babies. Get out of the way, Hillary Clinton. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. <laughs> Side stories? That's when the cannibalism started. Side stories. Yeah. It's me. I feel... Hi, hello. It's me. I'm not Bradley Cooper. Because I'm not Bradley Cooper anymore. I'm nothing. I'm transformed. I grew up my hair. I'm so wet. So sweaty. So wet. It's me, little Bernstein. Uh, <laughs> and I just love, oh, I love music and I love my little stick. <laughs> I knew as soon as I saw a stick, I was like, oh, <laughs> could I make music with it? Absolutely. You just go, swish, swish, swish. <laughs> it's so easy to do. Conducting's not a job. <laughs> I know it is. What do you in some, real life. What are some of your, your favorite hits, Mr. Bernstein? I love the one where it goes, oh, give Bradley Cooper an Oscar. It's my favorite actor. <laughs> give Bradley Cooper an, an Oscar. Oscar. Give Bradley Cooper an Oscar. <laughs> He's so wet. <laughs> he is I'm not gonna I sh- I'm supposed to 2024 I'm supposed to come in with positivity positivity not coming in making fun but not it, coming in making light of somebody else's artistic choices is that the word <laughs> is that the word the entire movie he looks like one of the puppets from the Phil Collins like Genesis videos <laughs> do you remember that song? remember the song was yeah, the yeah. Uh, I don't is that Sledgehammer I don't know not Sledgehammer that's Peter, Gabriel. Peter Gabriel I'm yeah. thinking Phil Collins it's the um, uh, puppets Which, you've seen these the Reagan puppet the Re- <laughs> no, you know I, what I'm talking about no land of confusion land of no I'm not I'm, well, you've I'm not never a fan. seen this I'm not a fan you've never I've you, never seen this all I know is that I this ju- is the world we live in <laughs> can't stand it. Look at this. Leonard Bernstein. His <laughs> face wiggles. There is just, it's all wrinkles. And it was just him smoking languidly, just going, I do. That, that, I just, you know what I love? Little flutes. <laughs> I love the little flutes because they go I love the big drums because they go bum, 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 bum. And I make all the music. It's in my head first. And then they all do it for me. All I know is that I just discovered that the lyrics to Sledgehammer reference of Fruit cage over and over and over again as a term for vagina. Welcome to Side well, Stories, ladies and gentlemen. Really? My name is Marcus Parks. Henry Zabraski's here with me. You never heard the lyrics of Sledgehammer. My friend Chris showed me the other day. He's like, look, fruit cage. Sledgehammer in my fruit cage. Whoa, I didn't even know that that was slang for vagina. I guess I'm a real fruit cage fan. I'm, I'm in there. I wish I was trapped in a fruit cage at all times. Yeah, yeah. I do, I've do. i done Sledgehammer as punishment in karaoke several times. Oh, wow. Punishment. Oh, yeah. I take it. I take a room. Yeah. Show me around your fruit cage because I'll be your honeybee. Open up your fruit cage where the fruit can be sweet as can be. Oh, wow. I didn't yeah. actually even understand that. It's British. <laughs> Maybe Peter Gabriel's never seen a vagina. Yeah, he has kids, though, but he probably didn't look. Yeah, he probably, no, he's, he's, he's like, like an acetic man. I'm too big for this. Have you ever seen he does? I've seen his concerts. What happens with old British guys? We've talked a little bit about this, how they go African. 
Yeah. At some point well, where it's Paul like, Simon also. Well, Paul Simon started it and all yes. the rest of them followed soon after. He's got the little hat on and he's doing like <laughs> he's doing the sort of like kind of vaguely African dance. But Peter Gabriel is quite the performer. Yes, he is quite the performer. indeed. <laughs> we got a lot of show today. We do. We got a lot of show today. We got a lot of horrible stories, um, a lot of stories expressing freedoms. Um, I got a lot of good emails since coming back, especially about like we're going to do a compilation, I think, because I, there was too many to go through at once. But I think next week. The amount of horror stories slash scary stories I got from Alaskan oh, listeners. I knew we'd get a ton. I mean, like three dozen. Yeah. They very, very, like all different styles. People talking about the Kushtara. People talking about uh, with the, the Ottermen. Yeah. People be, actually had experiences with the Ottermen. Or the concept of how you don't bring up Ottermen. Ah. To people casually. Yeah. And then it freaks people out. And then I watched the new True Detective. Oh, which I can't wait to see. It's great, but it's all Alaska. Yeah. Which I didn't know <laughs> until it came out. Literally yeah. did not know that. I it knew. Was. I, I, was, I was very excited that it was coming out at the same time as our Alaska series. But it's great because, yeah. again, it shows that it's really, really creepy. Alaska's creepy as fuck. Yeah. And I was watching some video. I do. I, I'm not going to go through it here because it's too visual, but I have a lot of video recently that com came up on my various UFO subreddits, as you'll see, because tonight I'm doing my very, very serious <laughs> mandate. Because okay, so we're talking about UFOs. There's a lot of stuff out here. Man. You can't say it without me laughing. It is just, it is. You're, I'm already angry because jellyfish are everywhere. And we're going to get into it tonight. You're okay. going to see it live on the stream if you're a Patreon subscriber. And if not, you're going to see it on YouTube. But there, I've been getting into UFO space yeah. hardcore. And there was a lot of footage of people within Alaska shooting the quote-unquote area where we were supposed to go. It was there where it was quote-unquote impossible to retrieve the debris from the object that we shot down in the beginning of last year over right. the Alaskan airspace. But they were like, you remember at the time, they're all like, you know, like Joe was just like, let me be clear, snow's everywhere. You can't even <laughs> believe how many birds are up there. Birds, they, they, they cloud the radars. You know what I mean? They were saying all this stuff about how they can't, like, they couldn't see shit because of the storms. Yeah. And they were having problems. And they were like, well, there's no way we could find this debris. I'm watching people, man. They might as well have had sun lotion on. Yeah. You might as well have been a fucking beach in Cabo, friend. Easy to get up there, you're saying. Oh, you're saying yeah, shit. You buddy. can just fucking walk up, waltz up, waggling your big butt. There's a gate in the information. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but mostly it was people just showing videos going like, just look like impossible weather to find debris in. Mm -hmm. And then going and seeing the F-15s go look like they were watching them like scan around watch a lot of that footage and um it didn't help no. it's more like just how um because you don't even know if those guys are out there you don't even know if that's where they actually are you i thought i saw jody foster <laughs> in one of the clips where they were like but yes it, it was more showing that well i will say alaska looks scary no alaska looks terrifying i mean it has alaska is the site of one of the uh best horror comics and the best one of the best horror uh, concepts 30 Days a Night which is fucking awesome yeah. 30 Days a Night's fucking sweet yeah, yeah. which also probably accounts for I had several emails that did say that probably adds to spooky Alaska more oh, yeah. than anything else the constant darkness yes and that yeah. the fact that like you know because what happens in the nighttime spooky stuff yeah and then things appear more spooky it's also a good place for the Kushtara to hide because it's very difficult for a bunch of otter men <laughs> to live out loud yeah unless you're Rupert Everett, <laughs> who's made an entire career of it, you know? Yeah. They put him in there. Him, Barry Keegan, just a salt burn. It's a good celebration of Ottermen. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> a lot of cum flying around, all right? That's what Ottermen do. They go to a fancy house. Everybody, you don't know who's what. Everybody's sucking dicks. Is that what salt burn's about? Nah. <laughs> it's stuff in there. No, it's like, you know, it's good. Yeah. It's cruel intentions, but 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 with dudes. But with dudes. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a yeah. talented Mr. Ripley, but then you got Barry Keegan in there who's, like, visibly frightening. I'm sorry. I had a whole, I was down for COVID. I was absolutely laid flat by COVID. So all I did was like watch all the important movies I was supposed to watch all the rest of the year because I normally only watch horror movies, but mm -hmm. I finally have the patience to watch dramas if I'm stuck on a couch and I yeah. can't go anywhere. They're fine. Yeah. I <laughs> Yeah, dramas are fine. I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Movies have been good in forever. We know that. Yeah, I do. There are, I won't say that. I won't say that uh, because I did like um, I, I, Saltbird. It was good. Mm -hmm. It just, you know, He's creepy. Barry Keegan's creepy. Yeah. Um, all right. So, yes, Alaska's scary. We talked a little bit about Alaska. You know what else is fucking scary? Suwa'i. 
Hawaii can be very, very, and we actually compared the two of them a little bit in our Alaska Triangle series because Hawaii also has a massive indigenous population. Yes, and very thick with lore. Yeah. And some of it is truly just like the Kushtara and other stuff that came out. It's like, this shit's very scary. Now, this is a good old-fashioned spooky tale from Hawaii, and this this picture is wonderful. Like, we're going to put this up somewhere. I think it's great. What? Why are you laughing? <laughs> no, the picture's good, but it's it's very obviously a volcanic rock that looks like it a spooky dude. It is absolutely <laughs> fucking not. No, you're watching. That's the still. I'm looking at the still, yeah. No, you're looking at the still. You got to see the video, dog. The all video? right, so let me, all right, let me I unpack thought it, was it. Just, I thought the whole thing was just a still. No, it's a live photo. Oh, it's a live photo. It's a live okay, photo. I didn't see any link. So I'll just set it up. So a runner that was going through, they were doing the Hawaiian Ultra Running Teams Trail, which is a 100-mile endurance run around the area of Oahu. Now, this was in 2019. Mm-hmm. I guess it's a 20 mile loop through the Honolulu Mauka trails. Definitely nailed that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and they, uh, it's fairly extremely difficult because the one thing I did learn in Hawaii when I went the one time is that the natural sections of Hawaii are not as lush as you would expect them to be. They're actually quite, they're rocky. Yeah. The natural trees in Hawaii are brambly mm-hmm. and they are not suitable. For your your precious little manicured feet. Absolutely. Not. As a matter of fact, you have to cover them in you have to cover them in vinegar and put a little sockies on. That's true. Really? Oh yeah. You gotta spray your shoes down. Cause it's not spores. <laughs> I learned a lot in Hawaii. That's good. That's good. And I'm the Hawaii, white man I, that said now had become vaguely he he was went as Tao, but we know his name was Ryan. Yeah. Because he said he was from North Carolina. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this is so it was a very hard trail, and she was out in the middle of the woods, this runner, Nick K. Borlees. And, and she said that she wanted to see what she did. So she went through halfway through, and she, she was an ultra-marathon runner mm-hmm. by trade. And had never significantly hurt themselves before. And so as they were going through this trade, they hurt themselves very bad, hurt their ankle. Afterwards, looking through the memories with their partner that was running with them, being like, oh, my God, Cassie, my mm-hmm. friend. All right, you taking pictures of me, right, keeping trails mm-hmm. right behind me? I want to take a look at some of that footage that you took. Now, one of them. You see it. It's like it's a little video. If you do see, it's a live video. There, there is footage of it. It was on the New York Post and a couple other sources. You see what looks like an an ancient, scary man come into being. It looks like it is stepping through the woods, and then it materializes in the other side, and then quickly disappears. They both said they saw nobody, right, when they were running through, on the trail. So this is some kind of phantom picked up by this camera. Hmm. But what's really interesting is that it fits this concept, this like Hawaiian folklore, scary tale about this thing called night marchers. Now, night marchers are this. It is. It's again, very, very scary. Very scary. The idea is that they were warrior ghosts of old school, like the old days back in the chiefs and the kings. And then what they would do is continue to walk the same, uh, I guess, trails or, or pathways that they're, king or their chief, whatever that they were serving at the time did. And apparently, you know, you would maybe sometimes see the king amongst them. It's this a troop of ghostly men that walk through the jungles of Hawaii. Mm. And then if you come across them, you will die an extremely violent death. Sure. Uh, and it's fucking, it's awesome. Because sometimes they make noise. If the chief that they originally served in life like noise... Because I guess it's true. Some chiefs like silence. Some chiefs like music. <laughs> okay. You heard about this, Seamus? I, I haven't seen this. I haven't yeah. seen this. So some chiefs, some Hawaiian chiefs like music. Some of them preferred silence. silence and, and then others would like sing songs. Or... And some chiefs would never have anyone walk behind them. So the night marchers would walk in front of them. And some chiefs would never have anyone look upon their back because they feel like someone would sneak up on them. So the night marchers would walk. It's like opposite would walk in front of them. And then some chiefs, they trusted their warriors so implicitly that they would travel amongst them. And then you would see them, this same chief, be on a hammock amongst the night marchers walking through. So you're saying that they worked out this legend where any possible scenario could be true. Yes. <laughs> They've had a long time. You know what I mean? This is the night sometimes marchers. Sometimes they march in front of them. Sometimes behind them. This is Sometimes amongst them. It's like, that's everything. This that's every possible position. Exactly. <laughs> because it can't be anything. That's what they're saying. It can't be anything, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Uh, but it's the only way to defend against the fate of accompanying and being approached by a night marcher. She was to lay down on the ground, 
face first in the dirt mm -hmm. and piss yourself. That would help. No, that is actually part of the legend. Because you have to defame yourself. You have to de was defenestrate. Is that the term? No, defenestrate means to throw something through a window. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, there was a uh, Gar uh, Garth Ennis. John they actually have thrown someone out a window. Yep. Garth Ennis and uh, John McRae created a wonderful character for the comic book Hitman called the Defenestrator, who would walk around with window panes, <laughs> and he would throw his. Uh, it was the section A. It was like him, uh, El Bueno, uh, whole but six pack. Great, great superhero team. That's very funny. Bator. That's, <laughs> that's extremely funny. I have to see that. Um, but th obviously, this woman didn't die a violent death. Yeah, she's still alive. So. Maybe the night marchers didn't catch her, or maybe catching the picture of her didn't, or maybe the fact that she defenestrated. <laughs> maybe she she embarrassed herself uh, by pulling out of the run early. Sure, and that made not, the night marchers go, "Well, you know, not defenestrated, not defamed." What's she the term? Debased herself. Debased herself. Debased. And it's like it's throwing yourself at the feet of someone. I forget what that term is. I think it's debasement. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. We're locked in this. Now we're stuck in this. But the night marchers, maybe they supplication. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I'm know. just pulling out my fucking my mind thesaurus. I don't see it. <laughs> you need to bring one. It's in my head. You need to bring one to the studio. It's on my computer. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it literally doesn't matter. But, he, but I guess they, I don't know why she didn't die. Entreaty, plea, appeal, petition, solicitation, exhortation? No. Invocation? None of it. <laughs> Beseeching? Nope. Begging? No. Pleading? Throw yourself at someone's feet. <laughs> <laughs> Prostration. <laughs> Fuck yes. Right. I let that be All dead right. time. All right. I let that dead time sit. All I right. don't give a fucking Prostration. shit. Prostration. Yeah. That's, yes. a, that's a good one. It doesn't matter because the night watchers didn't do anything. That's right. She's still <laughs> no, fucking was, alive. No, they just fucking. It was. I don't know what it was. But you should look at the video because the video is very the video. I, I watched it as you were talking. See? <laughs> it's very creepy. Yeah. It's I, a, a figure is moving but it's another example of something that within the 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 borders of hawaii mm -hmm. it's extremely frightening to them yeah they don't like fucking with it it's like the other people yes and they don't like going out in the woods i do think we talked a little bit about this previously but i wonder if there's like side stories lpotl at gmail.com if there's any research in this angle places that just feel creepy yeah why you know, like what comes about, like we talked about vortexes and vortices, mm -hmm. right? In the last episode, I do think that has something natural to do with it. We talked about like the plains of the UK. Why does where Stonehenge have this eerie feeling? Why do the deserts of Arizona, like where Grand Canyon, all these other areas, Sedona, like why does that have a special feeling? Why are, why were the people, the indigenous people around the Uinta Basin? Why the fuck do they were like, we don't go here. We yeah. don't like this place. They say the same thing. It's like, it's more so people within these, these tribal communities or this, this type of indigenous community were like, well, we never liked this place anyway. Yeah. And so like, there's gotta be night marchers in it or something. There's like something to the area. And I don't know whether or not it's just gypsum because <laughs> it could be gypsum, natural magnetics. I think, I think it's mostly because these are dangerous areas and tales the, are told to keep people out of those dangerous areas and those things become cultural memory. But if it's all forest, like you went to basin, mm -hmm. if it's all basin, yeah. Most of the part. Why is you wander this out section, in the basin? But you wander out in the basin, you starve to death. But why is this section specifically creepy versus not? Because I know when Search for Skinwalker Ranch, which is a, a debatable quality show, mm -hmm. but a lot what they are spending a lot of their time on is this concept that there's a natural magnet underneath the ground. Yeah. That makes people feel weird. <laughs> yeah, and I that's mean, why that it's could be it. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that magnets do make people feel very strange. Yeah, ask ICP. <laughs> They've been upset about magnets for years. They were the first ones to say it. I mean, they were more in awe of magnets than they were upset about magnets. They were investigating magnets. <laughs> Anything that's important to do, because I haven't. Yeah. Live from your grave. Now that you've wrapped up 2023 and are ushering into the next, it's a perfect time to reflect on what truly matters. The people you love most. My God, what will happen to them? This year, resolve to keep them safer than ever with the award-winning Simply Safe system, named Best Home Security of 2023 by U.S. News and World Report. Save your family! Save yourself! Simply Safe is comprehensive protection for the whole 
home with advanced sensors that not only detect break-ins, but fires, floods, hornets, threats to your home, and getting you the help you need. What if there's a tsunami coming, but also the ice cream's not in the refrigerator? That's why you have Simply Safe. We do use Simply Safe here at the studio, and I absolutely adore it because honestly, if I could, I would stand outside of our studio with a, a lance trying to protect us one by one from invaders. But unfortunately, I do have things I got to go to, like I have commercial auditions for things I don't get and acting auditions for things I don't get. So it's important for us to have Simply Safe to watch over our shoulders here while we make the entertainment. That make a billion people smile. Keep your home and family safer than ever in the new year. As a listener, you can save 20% on your new system with a fast protect plan by visiting simplysafe.com slash L-P-O-T-L. Customize your system in just minutes at simplysafe.com slash L-P-O-T-L. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Last podcast on the left is sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Thanks, Squarespace. With Squarespace, it's easy to create a beautiful website all on your own terms. Don't let anybody tell you what to do. This ain't your mama's website platform. It is, actually. It's actually be very easy for your mother to learn. You don't want to miss Fluid Engine. It's a next-generation website design system from Squarespace with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. I thought it was just the name of what my blood pressure medication turned me into. Um, I'm peeing. Now, my goals for the year are I have two warehouses filled with horse picks. Now, I know a lot of people, uh, obviously this bit has been done, but the Zendaya centaur picks are not going anywhere. And I've been trying to get the Judge Reinhold sitting on the Clydesdale line out. Uh, I need these moved, okay? Because I have to move into the storage unit. Let's just say there are problems at home. So I need Squarespace to shoot this through the roof for me this year. And that's why I'm going to go full tilt. And not only are you going to get the Judge Reinhold sitting on the Clydesdale entire series, clothes and non-clothes, what we also are going to offer, and I mean this, we're trying to get into draft rides. I brought this up the other day. We got to start riding other animals but horses. Take pictures of the horses. Photoshop the horses into other celebrities, but stop riding them. Save a horse. Ride a giraffe with Squarespace. Go head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace.com. Well, that's a very scary story. You know, it's also a fucking scary story. Which which one do we want to jump into? We actually have a lot of good stuff. We actually do. I mean, I, I the one that I love this week that I absolutely adore is the old man in Brazil who fell down his own well. Okay. I believe. Well, I wouldn't say well. Well, isn't it's just... It is not a well. It's, it's a, a hole. hole. It's, it's a, a hole. hole. Now, we all got dreams. <laughs> Everybody had dreams. Yeah. Right? And there are times where... Have you ever had a prophetic dream? Uh, I've had dreams that later came true. Yeah. But not any... But it's nothing, but you know, significant at all whatsoever. It's just like yeah. something happens. I'm like, I'll be driving down the road. It's like, oh, I had a dream about this. And it's not... Nothing. That's creepy, though. Yeah, that's creepy. That is creepy to me. Yeah, that happens to me a ton. But. I feel like deja vu. I think it's in deja vu. Then they say something's got something else to do with like magnets. <laughs> I'm just saying that today. I'm yeah. just saying that today. And it's not deja vu because I know the difference. Like sometimes deja vu is. I know what deja vu feels like, but then there will be times when I'm like, I had this dream. This happened. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But I, I, we have to remember. But nothing as, of consequence at all. But as a people, all right. I think we all have to like 
We all see stuff in our dreams sometimes, right? Yeah. I see cool stuff in the dream every once in a while, blue moon. I had a dream the other day with Rob in it a couple of nights ago where like Rob kept calling me on the phone on my phone, but for some reason I had you in my phone as Rob Rob. Uh, and I didn't know why, but I knew that if I answered the phone, then the world would end. Oh my well, God. Yep. I think, well, that's actually very funny. <laughs> so, Rob, Rob, stop calling me. You stop I'm calling me. I'm sorry. You stop doing this. You stop putting him in this position. I'll never call you. All right, no. <laughs> Wait, are you, when you have a, a, like, you can't always listen to your dreams because Rob needs to call Marcus sometimes. <laughs> okay. Because he works on the network. Yeah. He needs, they need to communicate. So, you can't always think that his call is going, to be, is going to elicit the end of the world. Well, I think as long as I don't put you in my phone as Rob Rob, then That's we'll be the okay. Key. That's no one's ever key. called me Rob Rob. No, ever. Because <laughs> if they did, they are probably have a head injury. <laughs> they probably are somewhere along the lines of Harrison Ford from Regarding Henry and used to be a powerful like, attorney who was kind of an asshole. And now they're a great mentally handicapped person. All right? Because that is what makes you good. Yeah, somebody you need to switch. Mm -hmm. But this story shows that sometimes your dreams... They, they're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and you got to be really careful. Now, a pensioner, a man by the name of Jao Pimenta da Silva, this is in Brazil, 71 years young, plunges 130 feet to his death down a hole he dug under his kitchen floor after dreaming gold was buried beneath his house in Brazil. Now, what I, how I'd start this is that if I did have a dream that there was gold underneath the house, mm -hmm. you got to get a guy come in there and check it out with, they, they have the machines. For even just a metal detector. The ultrasound machines, you yes. mean. Yes. Like they use in a, a Jurassic Park. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You can have an ultrasound machine shoot the thing down. It shoots like a thing into the ground. You guys can see. You want to maybe check it out before you just start digging. But this guy <laughs> had the... They, we're going to talk a lot about freedoms today. Yeah. Because I got two other stories that are about fucking experiencing freedom and expressing freedom. And he was like, no, I don't need some fascist fucking inspector to give me proof that there's gold underneath my house. I know there is. I saw it in a dream and I'm going to go fucking dig it out himself. And so it became his life. He spent more than a year digging a hole and hiring people locally. Apparently he, he was paying 70 Brazilian reais. I don't know what that is. It's 11 to 30 Reyes. pounds a day when the hole was still shallow enough. But the deeper he went, the more costs went up. They said one thing they thought was super interesting about the hole was the fact he did manage to keep it extremely straight for somebody who had no fucking idea what it was that he was doing extremely straight and and surprisingly narrow like it's not the it's a man size it's a manhole it I is think, just an exactly a man-sized hole what do you say it's like it's 35 inches across or 35 like something like was like it's enough just to shimmy his body down yeah shimmy up shimmy down 90 centimeters in diameter and 40 meters deep he dug 12 stories down. Yes. And so he said they used not just like he had jackhammers. He said they was a pretty perfect cylinder, according to a lot of the, the what the the state that came to go look at it. And they actually vaguely impressed. They said that he used um, it's archaic homemade. Uh, there was no fixed support structure. His struts for climbing up don't have screws in the ground. Uh, and uh, he was using sort of a child seesaw like device mm -hmm. without a belt. For safety, because he's just trying to get that gold. Yeah, because his whole thing is that he dug down deep, 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 deep until finally he hit bedrock. Yes. Because he, he dug 12 stories down and he started telling people, the gold's beneath the rock. Yes. As soon as I get underneath the rock. And that's, he was looking into dynamite. Oh. He was, he was asking around the neighborhood to see if anybody maybe might know something about dynamite. And at some point, you just got to be like, Joe. Buddy, have we thought about taking this energy and applying it to Walmart? I feel like maybe you would be an incredible member of the Walmart team. At 71, you have so many years left to offer the Walmart family. You got a gum and work here at Walmart. We can put you directly in inventory. It's from 4 to 11 p.m., 4 a.m. to 11 p.m. Um, but he, uh, they, they said he was impressed. He got all the way down, but in a series of happenstance, said that he, so if you look at on top of the hole, it has this like board attached to a bunch of just, it's strings. Uh, it's I not, mean, it's like laundry cord. It's laundry cord. He's got a little thing there and he's been going <laughs> down the shaft. And I guess he got to the very top, according to somebody that was working with him. And he just uh, did a good old fashioned, oh, oh, just whoop, smack, went straight down the hole. He said that he, you know, everything in him was broken. Yeah. Um, but he was sandwiched. Oh, he's just a bag of broken meat. Yeah, but point. apparently he lived in there because they heard him going, 
He went, he was like a musket ball at the bottom of this tunnel. Like it's like a tube, the yeah. bottomless tube. And yes, he was literally chum. Well, yeah. Well, I'd imagine on, on the whole way down, because it's not like falling off a 12 story building like free fall. I would imagine he spent a lot of time <laughs> clawing, clawing the sides, trying to hold himself down. Yeah. And just getting faster and faster and faster. But he also folded up like a crab wonton. Like oh. literally like he was his knees to face going uh. all the way down. It was not good. No. It was not a comfortable way to die. Shattered his arms and legs. And then eventually they were like, well, <laughs> and then we got to go. Scoop them out. Remember the scooper? Yeah. <laughs> they needed the scooper. The scooper from the stream, you mean. The yes. horrible uh, shit video I showed. Yeah, yeah, they needed to peel him off the bottom of the tunnel. Yeah. But he's, uh, yeah, so he did not live. And it's just sad because he never got that gold. No. Like, well, I don't think that gold's there. And you know what I would have done for him, though? I would have went. I would have bought it. You know, like, you can get fool's gold or something, I think. Yeah, pie rack. If, like, if you could find him right before he dies and go, Joe, <laughs> my friend. We have made it, my friend. <laughs> and it put the gold in him in like, ah, I see. Ah, the gold. Just to make him feel something. But feel something and say like, Joe, we, Joe. Shall, we shall make sure that your family gets the gold. And then he dies. <laughs> and they're like, let's burn this house to the ground. <laughs> We're going to have the cement trucks <laughs> fill up the fucking hole. <laughs> That's all it's going to be now. It's just going to be this huge cylinder of cement. Yes. In the middle of this town. Yep. Also, I got a lot of information about the, um, under the Chabad. In, uh, I got, it's actually find out that it was actually the story about the tunnel underneath yeah, in New I mean, York. Yeah. About how like that Crown was filled Heights. up. It was way more like, they got very interesting responses. People talking, it's actually kind of more of like a real estate conflict. And then people kind of trying to travel back and forth during COVID. It was like a whole weird thing. It's like very complicated. People have been digging tunnels. Yeah. You got the other tunnel lady that they're trying to shut down. Tunnel lady that you also showed on the stream. This girl in North Virginia that's her, he's a TikToker nicknamed Tunnel Girl. Yes. Her tunnel systems are very impressive. It's, I just, I, what are we, we said literally right before the show. Why tunnels? Well, the thing is, is that tunnels have always been a thing. It's the comfort. It's the same thing. It's the internet bias thing is that people have been doing this forever. I it's just now they're showing like we have video. Many people have been digging many subterranean tunnels constantly. You I know, feel like we are everywhere. The thing about it is that if you're doing it in a, in a city, <laughs> they're going to find out. So t Tunnel Girl, um, she was nicknamed Tunnel Girl. They, they done like they basically were saying essentially... I forgot why. There's like a reason why she was building this tunnel. Um, she called it Mole Core. <laughs> uh, very Gen Z. Um, well, she's just what she likes. She likes to do. You know, she built a four story addition on the back of her home. Yeah, uh, she built a full, her own four story addition, which is like to every inspector's nightmare. But, you know, what are you going to do? It's on their house. You're just going to have to figure out how to sell it afterwards. Um, she said she worked in IT. That's the thing, worked in IT. She built this giant tunnel underneath her home, and finally, the city is like this must stop yeah or at the very least like you got to stop until we get some guys down there we got to look at it there's no support structure it's just a fucking tunnel underneath a bunch of it's it's a city i uh, know she does have very good support structures if i remember correctly when we watched the the video i think she actually showed us the sh uh, support structure but i do i understand wanting to express your freedom um, I don't know, buddy. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good support structure. I feel like you're watching a couple of two by fours put together. We don't know what this la this lady does not know what to do. She said she bought she manuals bought on how to build tunnels online. She bought some books. You don't got to go to college to be a genius, bro. I think that you fucking do. <laughs> I think to be a civil engineer, you might need to. Maybe I'm crazy. Hey, if you're just doing it underneath your own home, fucking, hey, hey I fucking ain't nobody telling me what's going on. Beneath my home and above my home. Lord, take the wheel. I'm with you, man. And that way, I do, again, expressing freedom is one way. Yeah. But the thing is, is that this is going to infringe on other people's freedoms because you're burrowing underneath their homes and their homes are going to sink into the crust. She is. She says she's not burrowing underneath other, other people's homes. She says she's not burrowing underneath people's homes. What does that even mean? Because her neighbors are still like, what? This is why you live in Northern Virginia, though. Like, because you, this is why you live in places like where you have sure. more freedom. Because, like, I know, you know, we, yeah, we're here where the in freedom California. Is. We don't have freedom here. No, we don't have any goddamn <laughs> freedom in this fucking state. I have no freedom. I have no freedom over my property. 
But if I wanted true freedom, but I don't need that. I well, don't need to build a subterranean uh, tunnel system of tunnels underneath my house. See, I don't want tunnels. I just feel like, well, there's been a lot of bunker issues, too. Yeah, there's been a lot of bunker issues. Because I've wanted to have a bunker for a while. I do want a bunker. But someone brought up a lot of stuff. It's been like, the problem with the bunker, you're building it. You're living in the center of a mountain. The end event happens. The cataclysm happens, whatever it is. Multiple levels, right? Dictatorship, solar flare, alien invasion, blah, blah, blah. Everybody's dead. Who's going to come fix your fucking air filtration system? You got Who's going to come? Got to get, get that built in. You got to learn. This is a lot of this is a lot of stuff. You gotta build Billionaires it. are not used to it. You got to build it for life. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work because then you're going to have the whole other area where you keep your workers and they're going to keep them because that's probably what it is. You're going to have to keep them happy. Yeah. Right. Because guess what they're going to do? Turn on you. Yeah. As soon as humanly possible. Oh, yeah. The moment. The they moment. Come for you. Come for your family. Divide up the wife, mm-hmm. right? They're going to fucking, you know, they're going to eat your feet. <laughs> they're going to blow up your house. But no, also the, the that concept of like, for what you're going to sit in this thing. I was uh, reading another story about a guy that actually got busted for manslaughter. The multiple, like a hundred millionaire, like he'd said, yeah. he got busted for manslaughter because he was building a big secret bunker. And then one of his anonymous construction workers died in a fire while they were building it. And then he's like, you know, he's like, yeah, well. They signed a contract and it's being like, no, dog, like just because you're trying to build a fucking breakaway civilization under the ground for the mole people, does it mean like you're not subject to man's law until then? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like where you're still a part of it, no matter how deep you go under the ground. Yeah. No, these guys, uh, I I do not agree with the guy that killed, got someone else killed and building his uh, nuclear fallout shelter. That's on the record. That's on record. But. The woman who's building her own subterranean tunnels. I got to admit, I'm jealous. I do. I love. I wish I could because that's the cool thing that she's doing is that what she's using the shelter for is not not even necessarily necessarily a shelter. She's using it as a storage space for rocks so she can build a castle. (laughs) That's what it is. That's what it is. That's she she said in the story that she's using it. She's digging out rocks and she's going to use those rocks. To build a castle. Oh, you know what? Actually, I can't fault that. Yeah, you can't. I really can't fault that because that's true freedom. Yeah, it really is. Like somebody going out there being like, that's that's why our boys, (laughs) that's why our boys are flying drones over Yemen right now. Yeah. All right? Because that's what they do. The whole point of this is to keep people free. Yeah. So they're going to do this. And also one of my other favorite expressions of freedom that is using construction equipment against an entire town. Because this fucking guy is an American hero that's also going to jail. Another man in a bobcat in a Home Depot parking lot. Now, this man stole not the cat, but a piece of construction equipment called a bobcat. It's a bobcat tractor. No one knows why, right? (laughs) (laughs) I know you always always go like, nobody knows the motive behind this brilliant crime. This brilliant plan. East Nebraska, the sixth place in, I believe it was Lincoln, Nebraska. Um, he was, he was, I guess, uh, he stole a bobcat from his employer and he went right into a liquor store, mm-hmm. right? He drove into the front of a liquor store, apparently took some liquor. There might have been some alcohol involved. Maybe. What I love is his display. What you're watching <laughs> is there's a video right now. It's in a Taco Bell parking lot and you're watching him in a, a leather face, Texas Chainsaw Massacre style display, lift the blade up of the bobcat. And spin <laughs> in joy, like in a type of chaotic joy, raising it up and down. The police officer comes up, obviously, to be like, hey, what are you doing? Yeah. He rams it immediately. Showed how strong the bobcat is. Yeah, I don't know. Bobcats are extraordinarily powerful. Yeah, they got him good. He was arrested very much so. Oh, yeah. No. They pulled him out of that uh, well, very, very quickly. They, but They got him in the parking lot of the Taco Bell. Yeah, they did. But that man, for the very, for this 41 seconds of life. <laughs> he was truly free. He was free in a way that we can't understand. We'll never know. Because I was watching this drive. It was like last night watching him spin around in that parking lot. And I was just like, I got to finally just, what can I change in this country? <laughs> I got that Bobcat. And I showed everybody how free we could all be. Where would you take that bobcat to actually to show you, you, you? So you would bring a bobcat in a what? Like Congress? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, buddy. I would drive into Congress, right? And I'd just be like, I'm trying not to kill anybody. Yeah. But then talk about this idea of like, 
Things gotta be fair. While the bobcat is spinning around and around in a circle. <laughs> this is your Mr. Smith goes to Washington moment. We all gotta think about the little guy. Right? Like, stuff like that. No. We gotta all collect together. Because, like, guess what? 50 bobcats show up. Mm-hmm. The Bobcat Coalition arrives, <laughs> right? Because remember the Trucker Coalition? And they were for bad stuff. Yeah. We'll be for good stuff. Yeah. The right? Bobcat Coalition. The Bobcat Coalition will be, we need positive. It has to be positive. Yeah. It's, like not- it's Mr. Smith goes to Washington with a Bobcat. Until we get a new general election to replace every single politician, mm-hmm. we're occupying the White House <laughs> with our Bobcats. <laughs> Until every, we get a revote. Yeah. On every single politician. Every single politician. And none of them can that we have right now can rerun. None. Yeah, they're all It has go- to be grand. Everybody's gone. Get them all out of there. All gone. We line them up. We ch- again chain them. Fucking, <laughs> you know, fucking wrists to ankles. We they're all dressed as various farm animals and shit. You know what I mean? Like like the terror, but without the death. Yeah. <laughs> Because I started watching Napoleon as well. Yeah. Very boring film. Uh, I would imagine. So. I did not give that a chance. But, but the beginning I'm, I of can't wait fr- to talk about the terror. Yes, but it's very frightening. The beginning is very frightening. So no death. Just embarrassment. Yeah. Just humiliation. So yep. you you think that this country could really benefit from bringing back like stockade type punishments? Oh, we've been talking about it for, I've been talking about it for years. Yeah. The politicians should be, politicians and white collar criminals should be. Throw well, eggs. Well, I mean, white Everybody collar criminals should be put in jail for, you know, decades upon decades. If you're in an elected position, if you're elected it's position, I think that every month there should be a time period. There's like a half an hour. As long as you're in, you have to be in Washington to do it, right? Mm-hmm. They stand on a platform and we can throw stuff at you. Yeah. And it can't be deadly. No. It has to be soft, but it has to be smelly. <laughs> Milkshakes, <laughs> eggs, Diapers. No, eggs are too much. Eggs are too much. You know, I'm just saying. I think diapers, it would be interesting. Yes, because then you just no. sit. How excited would everyone be? Yeah, because that because that's because you got to remember a lot of these sinners are really old and they have paper thin skin. You throw an egg at them and an eggshell could fucking rip them open. It's kind of part of the problem, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I think you need so to be able to handle getting hit by an egg. If you can't take getting hit by an egg, you shouldn't be you a fucking shouldn't be a, politician. That's, that's actually a fucking great way to get around age limit. If or, your skin cannot handle a shell of a chicken <laughs> egg hitting your body. I don't know if you should be present. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. All right. Again, I'm just spitballing here. All right. I, spitball- I just saw too much freedom in one week. I saw all these people expressing their freedoms, doing stuff that I'd never believe in because this is like, they all obviously are getting at least checked because also, also what's important about this great fucking country of ours, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That powers get checked, right? And you have to make sure that they get checked because if not, People run amok. Bobcat guy uh, didn't do it right. No. Well, Bobcat guy seemed to have uh, done it on spur of the moment. He really did. Yeah, his name's Sammy Payrod. Yeah, he did. He was, it was not planned. But yes, and one person did get hurt, which I feel bad for. But everybody else is, what do you do? You know, it's just that spinning around, that rage. It's just so much fun to think about. 2.30 p.m. on a Sunday. Yeah, man. That's that's when it happens. (laughs) That's like when it happens. Because you're just like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't want to be here today anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't want to be out Home Depot anymore. Did you see the, the Did you see the mugshot of this guy? Yep. Oh, oh well, my. he's probably got some other ideas too. So he's not the hero. He's, he's not the hero. It's just the concept of using our construction equipment that we pay for to stand up for ourselves. Yeah. Now, Sammy Payrod. Yeah, I'm looking at his uh, mugshot right now. He looks like he's got some real controversial opinions about Epstein Island. Yeah, I don't want. To, uh, yeah, it's probably not good. And then Epstein stuff is getting thick too. Yeah. What's the, more, what's the latest on that? It's just still thicker on the Clinton angle, yeah, thicker right. on that. There's more stuff. There's there's apparently another layer that's going to come out. Oh. And they do believe that there's like one, there's one John Doe that they're pretty certain is our former president. That really? they know. But, you know, we knew that. Which former president? Clinton or Trump? Trump. Ah. Yeah. Because there's like, there's more, there's something else. But, you know. Yeah, I mean, I can, all, see, I can see both. It's all, yeah, they were. They both yeah. enjoyed themselves. You saw the one where it was just like Clinton and there was like, but it was like, like Clinton, like Stevie Nicks. It was like fucking <laughs> the booker for Epstein Island was off the chain. This guy got a lot of people in. I there. mean, any any sort of like I don't even know. It wasn't Stevie Nicks. It was another politician. It was some other Grace Slick. No, never. No, never. I forget who it was on there. Somebody on the flight. Just, but I mean, you do Kevin but, Spacey was one. Well, Kevin but, Spacey, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that that one makes sense. Uh no, these super rich people, like the the 
type of weird celebrities or musicians or whoever these super rich people get to show up at their house for these like small parties. Like it's insane. And why would Epstein Island be any different? Exactly. Because a lot of times you're giving to because these a lot of these guys appear, they have appearance fees. Like the super, oh, yeah. super famous have appearance fees. But it's a lot of times it'll hook into like a, a some kind of place to donate money or like a thing. So you're kind of doing it under certain auspices for the most part. But uh, and then sometimes it's just a you just want to watch Matt Groening get a fucking foot massage from a <laughs> 15 year old Chechenian girl. And that's just what you want. That's just what you're looking for. The weirdest celebrity appearance I ever uh, attended was my brother won uh, a trip through Wells Fargo. Uh, he like hit, he hit his sales goals. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, he got a tr free trip to Hawaii. Oh, wow. And he's like, you want to go? I'm like, fuck yeah. I was like 21, 20. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, you guys, uh, bet, I bet you tore up Hawaii. Nah, we mostly stayed on the resort, and then I like tried surfing, but then my nipples got real raw, and it fucked up like the rest of the trip because my nipples hurt so bad the whole God, time. If I was your brother, <laughs> hearing you sit there and be like, "My nipples hurt," I mean, like, yeah, my fucking nipples hurt. If I fucking double down, he didn't no. attack your nipples. No, he didn't attack my nipples. He met some girl. Yeah, yeah. So it was fine. Uh, I yeah, and I was just sad because of a girl. But because of a different girl. Wow, you wasted all of that, huh? Yeah. Oh God, yes. No, I wasted so much time. That's so when sad. When I was younger, yeah. I really. think about that. About like, ha like yeah. having weird pangs for some lady who definitely didn't want to have anything to do with me, didn't and then care. I was like sad about it. Meanwhile, like there were other, there were people there that would have definitely toafed my bro. Yeah, definitely. But, but no. I didn't go for them because I was in the other girl that I was super into for some reason because we're dumb. No, we're I'm stupid. Moping around this free resort in Hawaii it's because like, uh, Debbie doesn't want to <laughs> go to the folk. You was to go to Jam Cram and the Lightning Bunch <laughs> concert with me, whatever your noise collective yeah. is. Well, the whole thing is I saw Shell Crow. Is that Wells Fargo hired Shell Crow to play a small concert for all the Wells Fargo uh, sales winners. Yeah. What's your breathtaking person? She was fine. <laughs> it was a fine. It was a totally fine, totally God. fine experience. Oh, well, okay, good. I, I left early, actually. Yeah, but, I bet. Yeah. yeah, I bet. It sounds I, like I got, it. I got a little bored. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, well, yeah. everything is winding road. I loved Cherokee when I was a kid. I was super into all the little fair. Yeah. I will say, if you if it makes you happy is a, is a legitimately uh, wonderful song. Oh, yeah. It's a great song. Yeah. It's Tom Petty, I think, helped in that. Yeah, I would imagine. Whether your resolution is to save money, eat better, or stress less, HelloFresh is here to help you do all three. They want to do it. They're desperate to do it. Say hello to your most delicious year yet with fresh ingredients and chef-crafted recipes at a price you'll like delivered right to your door. It's a nice. This time of year, everybody's looking to revamp their eating habits. We're all trying to make up for all the abuse we've given ourselves. So you look to HelloFresh's wholesome health forward options, like the over 30 calorie smart and protein smart recipes that they have each week. Each HelloFresh box is packed with farm fresh ingredients and everything arrives pre-portioned right to your doorstep for less hassle and less wasted food. To be honest, that is one of my favorite parts of it is that you're not just throwing stuff out and you use it and then it it's done. You know, you get exactly what you need. So you dig into their biggest menu yet with over 45 dinner options to choose from weekly and even more market add-on items that suit any lifestyle. We love HelloFresh. I truly do use it every week. One of my favorite things is this grilling cheese. I did not know you could eat cheese for a meal, but it's actually pretty damn good. And we love it. We love it. We, we use it all the time. And I'm not whole without my HelloFresh.com. How does that feel? I'm not spiritually whole unless my boxes arrive on time. So go to HelloFresh.com slash L-P-O-T-L free and use code L-P-O-T-L-F-R-E-E for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash L-P-O-T-L free with code L-P-O-T-L-F-R-E-E. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
right, so now sometimes, and we've been talking a lot about freedom, but sometimes freedom can be too free. How? When you are the, you are literally um, the mayor of a small town. Ex-mayor. Yep. <laughs> Definitely all heavy on the ex. And, but for some reason, you are still so either, I guess, obsessed with the, they, like, you've been given, let's say you've been given way too many shots yeah. at freedom. Yeah. Sometimes it backfires. Like the uh, the mayor of Toronto. Remember the guy? That, oh, Rob Ford. Rob Ford. Yeah, the guy caught smoking crack. Yes. He got a lot of shots. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, he really got a did. lot of chances. Because they loved him. Yeah. Because they loved his honesty. <laughs> they actually liked the fact that he was fueled by crack. No, excuse me. Toronto. Toronto. Yeah, Toronto. Yes. Yeah. But this guy is a real piece of shit. And he uh, he is now in jail again. Guy by the name of Joseph Mark Rongstad. Now, this was right outside of the University of Minnesota on uh, the Chippewa County community of Watson. And this was in, uh, so this place is Minnesota, cold, nothing to do. Yeah. It's also weird because isn't it weird to see people our age in these stories too? Now I'm understanding like we're of the age where we're going to, not that we're going to pop off. But like pop off range. Oh, it definitely pop off range. No, no, no. This is when you start thinking back on things. Because you're going to be 41 on Friday. Yeah, I'll be 41 on Friday. But yeah. it's like this guy's 41. And it's it's interesting because it's very it's, much pop off. 41 is 41 to 46. Those are off. danger years. Very dangerous. You better stay off the. I need you off the internet. I need you digging. <laughs> All right. I love you being. You do your gardening. All right. I'm. T- no. We're getting you off of anything. Anything that says like free speech platform we have to get you away from gardening and synthesizers that's, Th- that's it just stay that's, in that uh, that's uh, those are my lanes because then 50 you could turn it back around 50 I'm, i don't know I'm, I, i've been saying for i've been saying i'm gonna get real weird in my 50s i don't know how yet i don't know but it's gonna be positive I, that's my goal yeah weird gentle weird yes gentle toward weird. the gentler weird person yeah my 40s is gardening and synthesizers 50s CBD. Yes, just uh, suspended in gel. That's going to be me. <laughs> just finally, finally at peace. Uh, now, this guy, um, Rongstad, which I love the term, peacefully surrendered to a SWAT team in an armored vehicle <laughs> around 4.15 Thursday. Now, where I guess this starts, this first thing starts, was that just before 1 p.m. on the Thursday morning before he was arrested. Now, this just fucking happened. Um, he, which I believe he was arrested on Friday. So he started posting really, really intense messages on his work Facebook page. So his he was doing it on this thing. So he runs. He used to be the mayor of Watson yeah. in 2012 to 2014. Now he posted on his, um, I guess it's like, he does the thing. One-term like, mayor. One-term mayor, <laughs> which is, I guess, one term enough. And he has a landscaping company now. Locally, they decided to message this. So for he first they said that when he was outside with the SWAT vehicle outside his home, he was messaging on his company Facebook page. It's getting good around Watson. I got the SWAT team here misspelled. Where's the feds at? Why is it just sheriffs? Oh, yeah, because the feds are crooked in Minnesota. Not you Duluth ones, though. LOL. Right. So he's mad that the feds haven't showed up and he thinks that the feds haven't showed up because they're crooked and they're. I'm I'm not, okay. I'm not, I'm not sure what the train of thought is here. There is not a lot. <laughs> I think that he was mad that he didn't get more attention because the day before, right. but he, had, he but he thinks that because the feds are crooked, that's why they're not coming out for him because he is important enough for the feds to come out. Yes. and if the feds weren't crooked, then they would be out. For They'd him. be looking into it. Right. They'd be a part of this, they're right? Min- because he posted basically a threat to University of Minnesota students the day before, and this is the the ter- so he wrote, "Here we go, America. I am heading out from Watson, Minnesota." to the U of M Minneapolis, Minnesota to start killing kids this AM as Joseph Mark Rongstad. So he told everybody who he, that he was doing it. Yeah. Another portion read, I'm coming for your kids and it's gonna get bloody. All right. Another post spoke with threatening language. If this government don't have total lockdown of all universities of Minnesota by this morning sunup, Watch out, parents, what happens to your kids from Iran in two weeks. See something, say something. Kids will die for real amongst them of U of M students. He said a bunch of fucked up shit. So they sent a bunch of SWAT team, go pick them up. There was a fucking four-hour standoff outside of his home, which, according to witnesses, was just a lot of literally, like, people who knew him personally going, Joe! (laughs) 
Joel, you're you're getting crazy in there. You're gonna want to come out there, Joel. And then he apparently because he said he had explosives, yeah, he had wires, and they were waiting for it. And eventually, he's just like, "I'm a, okay, I'm out." And he just walked out, no shirt on, yeah, and got arrested. Oh wow, in January in Minnesota, no shirt on. Oh yeah, Wait, those those are the guys. It's like Adam Wurtz. Oh uh, yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like where he's like literally his from Wisconsin. He is a he's immune to cold. And but sometimes it's like sometimes you look something you're like you're not. You think I yeah, I know you're cold. I know. I know you're cold. You know, but he, he. This is not where it began. So this guy has been losing his ever loving mind. It started. Um, this was years ago. So he broke into. He's got a public criminal history. He broke into the new mayor's home starting yeah. in 2016. He broke into his home. They let him go. They're like, Ah, you know, Joe. Yeah. Always doing that. <laughs> Always investigating independently, former and new mayors, right? Then he had another, he blew up a fucking uh, a hotel room. He literally like fucked up a hotel room yeah. inside of a casino where he was found with a lot of drug paraphernalia. It seems to be a little bit of substance abuse issues. A little bit. Um, and uh, they just find him, let him go. He then drove his truck into a church. Drove his tractor into the town's Lutheran church. And he was found wrapped up in a blanket, sleeping on the altar. <laughs> and they still were like, Joe. Joe. Joe, what is, all right. The shenanigans have got to stop, Joe. The best thing that he did was he was fi- he was found firing a rifle through the sunroof of a vehicle, quote, to stop corpses. He was Obsessed. He would talk about this idea that there were corpses that were after him. But I don't know if it's psychotic breakdown corpses were after him. I think it might be like, you know, all those guys more often than they always have their own inner terminology. Sure. Of like what that means. Yeah. You know, like how that means like, because that could mean like fat cats. That could be, you know. It could be anything. And he's going to tell you. Oh, like, that's yeah. The he's going to, the, the moment he sees a confused look on your face, he's going to. Oh, that, Jewish that, people. You know what I mean? Like immediately. You know what I mean? Like it's always something. Yeah. It's a group of people that yeah. they're already having a hard time. Mm-hmm. And he's coming for them. Yeah. Know? Yeah. It's and, like, a, and Christine, shitters. Shitters. Yeah. It's yes. like, yeah. He's, his, his corpses might be his version of shitters. He just has a tell, a, a catch all term for things he don't like. Yeah. And so I don't know what where this guy's headed. I think it's for the presidency. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna run. I think that he's got the energy. He's mm-hmm. got the commitment. I think he's got the vim and vigor. Yeah, to do it. And uh, you know, he runs a business, and I trust that. Yeah, I always trust a good small business owner. But it looks like this man might be going. Maybe he can run for twenty uh, twenty eight. I, you know, let let it cool. Yeah, let it cool. You know, because then we could. Because people forget. You know what I mean? You just move to the next media cycle. Mm-hmm. You know, then he'll find out. Because, like, by the time he's running for president, Gwyneth Paltrow is going to be talking about drinking her pussy blood is what makes her taller. <laughs> you know what I mean? And we're all going to be focused on that. But yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow, how to get her pussy blood, how much of it to drink, how tall will I get? <laughs> you know, because then that's, well, everyone's going to be in a tizzy, and then yeah. he slides right in. Yeah, and then he's, all of a sudden, he's president. Oh, and it's the Joe you know. And it's <laughs> the Joe you know is better than the Joe you don't know. Yeah. And the Joe you don't know, who's that Joe? Some guy Some who's not president. Some fucking guy who's not I'm president. president I'm president. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Very scary. A lot of stuff. All right, you want to get some letters? Let's do it. We got some great ones. Man, you guys fucked up your uh, genitals a lot. We got. You guys fucked up so, your genitals so many times. There is so many responses that we got to people using genital piercings and mishaps that have come therein. And it is, ooh, man, it almost... I almost wouldn't recommend it. Would you, uh, do you mind if I start off on this Please. You asked about genital piercings getting stuck last week. I have encountered this twice, both with the same unfortunate woman. Oh, wow. I have an ampelang piercing, which is a horizontal bar through the head of my penis. Okay. When my partner at the time was performing oral, she deep-throated me, only to find that the bar had become stuck behind the palatopharyngeal arch. That's the two muscles at the back of my mouth near the base of the tongue. I had to reach a finger in alongside my penis to hook the bar and unwedge it. After that, we took the bar out for oral. But you didn't stop for a second to go, got a big one. (laughs) 
but I appreciate that. I feel like that would keep further sex from happening. (laughs) The second instance, and this is the worst one, was during vaginal sex. Uh, This one sounds absolutely fucking awful. Everything was fine until during an outstroke, we both felt incredible pain. She'd recently gotten her IUD replaced, and instead of trimming the plastic string, they have sort of coiled it up and tucked it way up by her cervix. It had become tangled around my bar, and when I quickly withdrew, oh my God. the IUD and my bar were yanked painfully. She triggered. You can put a little more. <laughs> Ooh, man. Thankfully, we were both fine after a bit of ice and an emergency doctor's appointment to ensure everything was unharmed, still in position, and of course, to trim the string. That is an understanding lady. <laughs> and it's somebody that is, those are people that got together. That's real. Uh, you know what I actually put that towards? Genuine communication. Yeah. Because to get past something like that, because that's hard. That's yeah, really dumb. Because yeah, you difficult. wonder, because it, obviously it's a mood killer, but later on you can kind of become, then it can be funny. Yeah, of course it's funny. Yeah, I mean, it's no one's fault. No, nobody's no, no one's no. fault. I mean, that's, well, the only people that are at fault in any of these are, as one listener put it, like, you know, hoops to hoops, barbells to barbells, never shall the twain cross. No, because that sounds like, again, that's bait and tackle. <laughs> yeah. It is legitimately, you're creating yeah. a rigging system for yeah. your gender. If there's a hoop, keep the barbells away. If there's a barbell, keep the hoops away. Do you know, I guess that would be, you can't always take them out. Because some people take them out. I heard that back and forth. Sometimes people take them out, mm-hmm. the piercings out, and sometimes they just let a rock. I hear with a clit hood piercing, it's really not that, like, invasive. It's just yeah. kind of there. Yeah. And it's fun. And then, according to one listener, it was because now, now they can find it. Yeah, you know, which is like, you know, fine, good. You know, yeah, knock, knock, yeah, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, yeah. But, but, yeah but still, I always have, didn't the tongue piercing? They did, like, they, I remember the urban legend being like, if you took out your tongue stud, like it regrew within thirty minutes. I know that. Well, it does. It regrows pretty fast. I know because Natalie had the the labray pier that the the lip piercing that yeah. front pierce yeah. she said that closed up pretty fast yeah but with the tongue i have no idea i feel like that would actually take some time it takes some that's some meat that's some big old meat i don't know if i can make it through more genital piercing stories i uh, this four is, to eight weeks four to eight weeks yeah wash it two to three times daily i mean yeah there's my I mean, dick there's a huge hole in my dick there's, there's, a, there's, gaping, there's a hole in my there's dick there's a hole in my dick blood everywhere get a towel there oh, was God. that one yeah. oh yeah because he pulled it out because they were drunk after his work christmas party him and his girlfriend they came home and have sex and his dick piercing got ripped out oh yeah because of his girlfriend's piercing oh god <sighs> i mean th- this one is actually uh, this one is fun this uh Woman says she walked in to find her friend naked and spread eagled on the bed with her boyfriend in the act of eating her out, except they both seemed kind of panicked. Uh, the woman said, as what's going on, the friend said, we're stuck. Turns out that the friend had a clitoral ring that she didn't tell anyone about. So when uh, the boyfriend's tongue uh, went down there, the stud got caught in the ring <gasps> and they were stuck together. Oh! <gasps> To get them apart again, the friend had to glove up and very, very delicately reach in and unscrew one of the balls on his tongue barbell. And it took a very long time, but apparently she did get them free. And they were fine except for some, quote-unquote, soft tissue damage. I love my old people. Yeah. That's how it is. I love it. Yeah, that's what friends are for. It really is. It's true. Um, I'll do one last list, little one. This has got nothing to do with genitals. This is a tale from my childhood. It begins with a bit of history of my family. Horror and ghost stories were the bedrock upon which the foundation of my family lore has been laid. Example, my parents would drive my brother and myself to graveyards around Halloween every year until my ninth year. That year, which was 1993, my parents decided to host a fake seance to, I guess, scare the bejesus out of us kids. My mom was acting as a clairvoyant medium. I was, I'm talking candles, Ouija board, all lights turned off and a Bible in the center of the room. I want to do a seance. Natalie won't let me do it yet, but I do want to do it. I don't want to do it with you. Come on. I don't want to. I'm going to get a guy. I don't want to. I'm a lady. I don't want to. I'm going to get a medium. I don't want to. Legit. I don't want to. We'll do it someplace neutral. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. So my mom began to channel any spirits wishing to communicate. And when she asked for a sign of a presence, my dad pulled a fishing line and he had attached to the back door hard. The door whipped open and slammed so hard the glass broke and it broke right behind me. I was inconsolable and absolutely horrified. I love this family. It's great. It's great. That's great. And so much so that my parents immediately came clean and told me about the prank and we slept nicely that night. The next night, my mom drove us to a two track dirt road uh, beside a cemetery in a forgotten part of White Rock Lake in Dallas. Spooky time, scary music on the CD deck, and we were thrilled. Till the car got stuck on a high center of the two track. Dad was not there. 
So my brother and I had to rock the car in complete darkness, save for the headlights, struggling to free the car. And the next part is the real deal. The next afternoon, I was reading some scary fiction by my front window to the house. The window was closed. And I remember the next part vividly. My glass of iced tea that was on the table next to me slowly slid off the table in a straight line, horizontal fashion until it reached the center of the room, paused, then slammed in the ground so hard it woke my mom from her nap three rooms away. Glass was everywhere. I was beyond spooked. And as I witnessed a true poltergeist, and maybe the sounds actually some, something from beyond this plane, maybe I'm remembering a dream, but I don't think so. I think it was a ghost. Wow. What can you say? What can you say to that? What more can I say? <laughs> I just like the ghost stories. We're going to be covering a lot more. So we're getting spooky and weird this whole fucking month. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited. We have a special guest also coming at the end of the month. It's really going to be fun and have fun with. Really fun. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. So live every day. Um, Maybe get a, a general piercing. Honestly, parallel to the penis. Sure. All right. Love the fact that you've made a streamlined barbed penis that you it's exactly the same. But it has no hanging to the sides, right? It's right down the pipe. It's along the vein, all right? And then it can laugh when you're making people come, but at the same time, it slips in and out of a hoop rather than grabbing on the side. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But I might be right. You might be right. I say live every day like you've got the keys to the bobcat. Yep. But you ain't taking it out just yet. Not yet, because you know there's a potential for it, and you love the fact that, like, you know, like right here, that bobcat's my ticket to freedom. I'm going to laugh in this bobcat Mm -hmm. as I'm harassing various police SUVs. And just immediately losing my job at Home Depot. <laughs> very, very quickly. He didn't want it. Live every day like there's gold underneath your kitchen. I mean, but don't believe it. <laughs> just keep it inside. Live every day like you were digging underneath your house for rocks to build a castle. Oh, my God. I mean, it's a lot of work. I'd say what my dad said, work smart, not hard. Yeah, that's right. You know, so use your brain. Write a book. <laughs> About building a castle. No, Be a doctor. We have, uh, so... Operation Sunshine 4. It's out there. Go buy it. We'll come to the store. And I think that's it for now. We have a lot more announcements coming up in the future. Yeah, we do. We got a lot of stuff coming out. Bye. Hail sweet Satan. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.